Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite key league podcast in English. Uh, I'm joined as always by Paul, uh, who's looking very, very jovial uh, in the corner. Um, how's things, Paul? Have you had a nice week? Uh, as you know, I'm off to Sonia Climbs next week, so this week's been mostly about killing time, to be honest. So we should let the, the listeners know in advance that next week's podcast will be of a higher quality because you won't actually be on it, right? <laughs> okay. Um, Henry's back. Hello, everyone. Hello. That means that the podcast will be roughly the same length as it was last week because Henry cut 30 minutes off of it to fit his schedule anyway, right? <laughs> so um, hopefully this week's podcast will, will make more sense than last week's. Paul, that, that was a very interesting uh, intro that you chose. Uh, it was indeed. Well, uh, I think it was very topical for the times that we live in. Okay. Then what was it? Uh, <laughs> it was by that well-known Japanese band, um, the AK-47. Okay. Is it AK-47? AK-48. 48? Yeah. There's, there, there are, there's 48 of them. Uh, I don't think they all perform on stage at the one time. But I, I do have a friend who has all 48 photographs and, and autographs. So just so you know. But they have a store in Harajuku Street where you can go and probably buy some things they've worn as well. Anyway, so why did you choose that intro? Uh, one band member for each of the 48 Kaylee Grounds. 48 Shades of Football, AK-48. Absolutely perfect. Wish we thought of that three years ago <laughs> and just used their song as the intro every week, right? <laughs> they saved so much hassle. Okay, so on this week's show, it's going to be our quick one, obviously. Just before we get on to the... Oh, really? Quick one question. See, so your friend's got a picture of all 48... Of the 48. No, he's got 48 pictures, not one of all 48. He has one of all 48 as well, but he has 48 he's pictures. He's got 48 pictures of the 48 members. Yes. Uh, have you seen the pictures? Um, actually, strange enough, you can only look at the first one because the rest of them are all kind of difficult to open up. I don't know why. <laughs> the question is, could you assign each 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 member of the band to a, a K-League club? <laughs> If this is what you want me to do uh, in the close season, Paul, the answer is no. Uh, speaking of the end of the season, we've had the split. It's been done. Uh, we have the post-split fixtures finally confirmed after yeah. Wednesday night's ACL. It's a, it's a bit weird that they, the way they did it, right? I don't know why they announced a set of fixtures. You know, like, I get why they announced potential ones, but why didn't they just announce Saturday? So everyone knew whether we're going this weekend yeah. or Saturday, Sunday. And then just wait until we see what happened in ACL, right? But So basically what happened was they released a set of fixtures. If Suwon beat Kashima, uh, sorry, not beat, if Suwon got through um, to the final of the ACL and at the same time released a set of fixtures if they didn't get through, which is just total K-League for me, to be honest. The fact that you would release two set of fixtures that nobody knows which ones are going to be correct um, just sums up so the K-League the first and the last fixture were the same in both sets yes but the middle three were completely different yes dates well the opposition was exactly the same in the same order but the dates were completely different yeah so basically what we did have originally we had a trip to Incheon on Wednesday which has now been shelved because of the FA Cup if Suwon had got to the ACL final they would have played in the K-League on Wednesday night instead but instead they're playing in the FA Cup 
Um, so the whole thing is kind of all over the place, to be perfectly honest. Is that a spoiler that they didn't get into the, the Champions League final? Yep, so that cuts out uh, <laughs> option number two uh, on tonight's agenda. Um, spoiler alert, guys, they didn't make it. Should we do that quickly? Yep, so basically, that. Well, it's quite, can we do that game quickly? So basically, the first leg was 3-2 to Kashima. So you won 2-0 up. Yep. 2-0. And you f***ed it up. Yep, I finished 3-2. Kwon Sung Tae, ex-John Book goalkeeper. Uh, John Book hero. Um, get involved in some fracas and some fighting. Um, winding up the Suwon fans at the end of the game, blah, blah, blah. Then it comes to this week. Uh, Kashima go 1-0 up. Uh, half time, it's 1-0 Kashima. I put my can of Harbin back in the fridge. Uh, two minutes after I did that, it was one each. Um, uh, Suwon... Scored a goal, they then scored a goal two minutes later to make it 2-1. Then scored a goal just about five minutes after that. Dehan, equaling Idonguk's ACL goal-scoring record. They're now the two highest goal-scorers in, in ACL history. That was 3-1. Kind of Harbin was shotgunned. Uh, as I thought, fantastic. I'm going to Incheon next week. Then Kashima scored to make it 3-2. And then Serginino, I believe his name is, scored to make it 3 each with five minutes or so left. And I believe you'll note that I texted that when Suwon were leading 3-2 that they will need at least two more goals to cover sale time. Yep, you did indeed. Uh, very interesting would have been, I mean, Saw came back to obviously win the ACL despite leaving before the John Book game that got them to the semi-final in the first place. And now he's come back and they've crashed out the ACL and they've nothing to play for in, in the league. Do you think he'll leave again? Um, well he's there till December apparently right yeah just to basically cover the ACL final and the FA Cup final and then he's off to Chumbuk yeah so if that's <laughs> another spoiler that's another spoiler <laughs> um, wow this podcast is really going smooth tonight uh, so basically so we've, Suma... skipped, what, we've skipped point one all together yes, <laughs> yes we'll go back to it we'll go back to it so basically Suwon Blue Wings crash out of the ACL uh, but there's still Korean interest as Kwon Sung Tae has a chance to win his second ACL title in two years, three years. Question for you. Yes. A handful of Chumbuk fans went to this game, uh, went in the away fans wearing not Kashima uniforms, but Kashima coloured uniforms, were bounced along <coughs> with the Kashima fans uh, and cheering on Kwon Sung Tae. Is that good or bad? Were those Chumbuk fans foreigners? No. Is that how you know? No, they were Koreans. Utterly disgusting. <laughs> and Lex. Oh, that's what I thought no, um, I don't think Lex was there I mean even if they were foreigners it would still be terrible like, I think to be honest I mean I've I would never go to Ibrooks and go in you know like the Spartak Moscow end uh, in the hope that Spartak Moscow beat Rangers because I wouldn't pay the money and have to sit there and subject myself to actually seeing Rangers win a game um, so the fact that John Boo fans did that uh, and it was 3-1 uh, I'm really happy that you were miserable for at least 20 minutes. Hypothetical situation. Uh, Celtic play Songnam? It's not going to happen. What? Uh, I was going to say Celtic play Man United. Henrik Larsson. It wouldn't work. <coughs> Rangers play Man United. Henrik Larsson's playing for Man United. Would you go along and actively support Man United? So you chose the two teams I hate most in football. And you asked me if I supported <laughs> either one of them. You could have chosen any other team, but man, you, I wouldn't go anywhere with any of those two set of fans. Rangers play Nottingham Forest. Pierre Van Hooydonk <laughs> playing for Nottingham Forest. 
Never like cloth. That's a great, great answer. The short version is no. I wouldn't do. I would not do. Hypothetical. Sheffield Wednesday ever qualify for a European competition again? Again. I'm impressed that you put the again in. What happened before, right? Yeah, they they qualified before. They made forties or something, right? In the (laughs) nineties. Okay. Anyway, K League podcast. Um, So yeah. So spoiler alert. Sue won her out. Um, John Book fans went along to celebrate. Uh, or to cheer on Constante, their ex-goalkeeper. Uh, I guess maybe next season they can go and watch Tianjin in the ACL to cheer on their ex-manager. They're not going to qualify, are they? Uh, probably not. But Che Kang He, after much talking about how he was going to leave, going to leave, going to leave. I mean, he's been leaving since as long as that, since this podcast has been running. He's been leaving, right, year on year. Uh, he finally did it. Uh, he went out in style by having a dance-off uh, against the MC down in John Dewey World Cup Stadium after they were presented with the K-League trophy. Uh, it was quite an embarrassing uh, dance-off. I do believe Peter Hampshire has a fantastic gif if anyone wants it. Um, but, yeah, Che is away. I'm impressed that finally a K-League rumour has been proven to be correct. Yeah. Because most, most of these rumours turn out to be nothing, right? Well, I mean, he's been going for as long as I can remember, to be honest. Every year he's going, he's going. The Gook is retiring every year. Can He can't retire now that, that Dehan has equaled his goal-scoring record. He has to play one more year now in ACL, right? Um, Chi Kang-hee, gone, blow for the K-League, or a positive for all the other teams? What, what would you say? Uh, hopefully it's positive for all the other teams. Do you think... John Book's success is down to Che or is it down to the fact that they just actually have more money than everyone else? It's down to the fact that their budget is twice as big as the second biggest club in the league. Okay. I'm sure he has something to do with it but uh, that amount of money is certainly helpful. He can afford to sign pretty much who he wants. Okay, so you're of the impression that it's like the Abramovich era, the beginning of the Abramovich era at Chelsea where it didn't matter who the manager was, they just had more money to spend than everyone else, yeah? Okay. Uh, I think it's a bit of both. I think Che probably is a, a not a master tactician, because uh, he obviously isn't, but I think he does know what he's doing in terms of winning the K-League. He obviously blew the ACL this year by spending a lot of money f- to win the ACL. Uh, I think, to be honest, him going to China, um, I don't see him surviving longer than six months. Uh, I could be wrong, but isn't he going to the team that's literally had five managers in four years or something? I think I'm fairly sure the team he's going to is like has a, had a whole bunch of project managers that have all failed, right? High profit managers. Um, the uh, uh, there's two names in a hat according to the John Book general manager. You're going to love this. Name number one is the current assistant coach, whose name I don't know because he's Chase assistant. Yep. Uh, and name number two is Agent Huang. <laughs> that's, that's not a lie. That's the two <laughs> names in the hat. John Book have said that's the only two names under, under consideration. Huang Sung Hong and the current assistant manager. I think Huang Sung Hong should get a good, another opportunity in management. <laughs> <laughs> so when Huang goes to John Book, Adriano leaves <laughs> and moves to FC So. And what, every foreigner leaves? Because well, he obviously can't deal with foreigners, right? A couple of days ago, Adriano put a collage up on his Again. Instagram of 
him wearing FC Soul shirts and scoring goals and celebrating, kind of like a, a best of. But we, we could have talked about this last week. I mean, if, if Adriano is under contract at John Book, if he's not on loan, he can post all the photographs of FC Soul that, that he wants. He's agitating for a move. He is. He wants to, to go back to Che Yong Soo because Che Yong Soo is the only guy who is less energetic in training than, than Adriano, right? The only guy that let him not bother training <laughs> Basically, and do, yeah. do what he wanted. Which is supposed to be the rumour that Che said, do what you want as long as you score goals on the pitch, right? That was a rumour at the time. I can't argue with that though, can you? No. Well, Wang did. And Che Kang, he obviously has. Okay. So that, that would be interesting. Okay. Um, I guess the next thing to do is to probably talk about the games that got us to the stage that we're at, right? Yeah. Uh, did you go to any game or watch any game at the weekend? Uh, do you want to remind me what the games were? Yep, I Soul didn't watch Soul's game. Soul played and Jeju. lost in Jeju. Yep. Was that Che Young Su's first game in charge? It was. I didn't watch the game, but it was nil-nil until about the 70-something minute. And then Thiago Marquez, I believe, right? Yeah. Who scored in Sangam to beat uh, Seoul last time. Uh, scored again, right, to, to, to beat them this time. Uh, obviously... John Book were crown champions. Um, Beat and Chan. Beat I watched that game actually. They came from that was that was a. It was actually a decent. It was a, it was a very exciting game in the second half and the first half actually. In Chun opened up the scoring within ten minutes. Due yeah. Some, due, due to some dodgy defending from John Book, John Book equalised due to some dodgy defending from Inchon, um, and then Inchon took the lead again before half time. Um, two great strikes actually the Inchon goals uh, and then Chongbuk Adriano came on he was on the bench came on in the 70th minute scored from a free kick a deflection <laughs> from the Inchon defender then the last 10 minutes of the game Inchon had about 200 shots on goal somehow missed an open net and then Chongbuk scored in the 88th minute who scored? Uh, Lee Dongguk Lee Dongguk okay. yeah you do, you do realise you're only the producer, right? I know, yeah. but... <laughs> cut out all that. <laughs> I, was, I just thought, you know, I might just put on a game. And it was okay, thank you. You seen, not her. <laughs> what was really good? <laughs> like, like, what was actually really good about that was that was actually more accurate than anything we've actually commented on in the last three years. So well done, you can do every review from now on. We just sit here in silence. Um, they're very interesting. All, all the matches are up on YouTube, so since you've got nothing to do these days, you can watch one every day. That's what I'll do. <laughs> What I found interesting was obviously Mugosa scored again. I think yeah, he opened the scoring, right? Uh, but yeah, he's not the one getting touted with a move to John Book, which I find amazing. He's never scored against him, I think, in every game we've played against him this year, all three games, yeah? He, although he scored, it was a very good goal. He, he misses some very easy He chances. does. Um, what I found quite interesting this week when I was doing some research, um, I didn't realise that Kim Chinook is, within the, is in the top 10 goal scorers in K-League, all time K League history. There you go. That sounds like fake news to me. Look it up. Anyway, there'll be a. Well, don't look it up. Look at the 48 Shares website. Uh, follow the blog. It'll be there in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, anyway, <laughs> any other K1 games worth talking about? When um, once Henry writes the article, that is, <laughs> obviously. Since we've just been talking about Inchon, I've got a question for you. Quiz question. Quiz question. Uh, what is unique about Inchon in the K League? Uh, they're the only team called Inchon. <laughs> Apart from that. Uh, they're the only team that describe where the part in my dinner will be later in John terrible I don't know Paul hurry up <laughs> well, what should you give out them they're the only K-League team without a Brazilian on their books 
That is that is true. That is K one team. I should K one team. Yeah, that is very interesting. All the eleven, all, all the other the other eleven K one teams. If you look at the number of like the foreigners where they come from, it's a sea of Brazilian flags. Okay. So my question, my follow up question to you would be, where are Inchon in the table? Uh, bottom. Is that because there's no Brazilians? Um, it's a hairy few weeks coming up. Well, well, they've got Costa Rican, a Montenegrin, an Australian, and a where's their other guy from? Or have they only got three? No, they've got four. They've got four. I think he's probably Brazilian, but anyway. He's, not, okay. he's definitely not Brazilian. <laughs> the fans just don't like him, that's why there's no flag. <laughs> okay, any other games worth talking about? We had the John Boot game at the, at the top, we had the Incheon game at the... Well, that was the same game, we had Seoul losing to Jeju. Anything else that's worth talking about, Henry? You. Uh, the this, other game. this week was six home wins out yeah. of interest. Okay. So, Kyongnam beat Sangju 2-1. Ulsan mm-hmm. beat Kangwon 2-0. Mm-hmm. Chonbuk beat Incheon 3-2. Suwon beat Poang 2-0, Cheju beat Seoul 1-0, and Tegu beat Chonnam 2-1. Okay. Only good thing about the weekend for Seoul is that all the other teams around them lost as well. So it was as you were. Well, apart from Tegu who got further away from them. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they're still only four, well, four points ahead. So I guess you're looking at Seoul, Jonnam, Incheon, Sanju fighting for the, the bottom two, right? But Seoul need to start scoring some goals because they're way behind on the goals, in the goal scored column. So that's kind of like an extra point behind then, right? Yeah. Technically, I guess. Okay. Okay, K2. Nothing happened. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> I, oh, actually, no, no. I actually went to a K2 game. Yeah, you did. Then let's talk about that when we get to Loveland. Okay, talk about now. So, what, so this week was advertised as being Loveland. Yep. There were some photographs of some very interesting, interestingly attractive people wearing Elan tops, which obviously doesn't actually happen in real life. Actually, um, their fans were uh, surprisingly... What? <laughs> they all look like Stevie um, Stevie's the handsome one to be honest like the ones I've seen do you mean Stevie in the past or Stevie now or Stevie in the middle he's back in the middle again isn't he, is he? <laughs> well there was like there was Stevie in Korea then there was the Dan Harris inspired Stevie that was half the man he used to be and then there's now Stevie again right He's back, he's back to about two-thirds of the money he used to be, I think. Uh, but that wasn't who I was talking about. The guys I've seen, the guys who bang the drum. Well, it's either the drum or their stomach. I'm not quite sure about what they're banging. Two of them. Yeah, they're, they're interesting characters. Um, but anyway, that, the beautiful people, why was there photographs of beautiful people at Eland? Uh After the match, there was a wedding. Okay, who got married? One of the players. To... Uh, his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eland. It's Eland. We have to just confirm that. Um, yeah. Well, I presume, presume she wasn't his wife before when they were walking up the aisle. But yeah. Um, so they actually put an aisle out, right? So they put like a hundred meters of red carpet across the pitch. They put a bunch of wedding seats, like you know the the, the seats you have with the covers on, and put up a kind of uh, a little stage and a bubble machine. Uh, and we, everyone sat around for 45 minutes after the game and then they <coughs> played songs and it was a, a typical wedding. They marched down the aisle, um, people threw like confetti, uh, they got up on the stage, there was a guy at a lectern giving a bit of a, a lecture, lecture and then they uh, read their vows and and then I got bored and went home. Okay, I've got two questions. Yep. One, you waited for this? When, when am I ever going to see that kind of situation again? Okay, fair point. Professional pie. football player getting married on the pitch. 45 minutes after playing a game. Okay, fair point. And point number two, 
our typical Korean weddings was a free beer and soju. Uh, the fans were invited to remain behind for the wedding, but they weren't given like vouchers for the for, for the buffet. The buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Elan had their own wedding hall. Let's call it inside like, the well, stadium. The, the beer food truck <clears throat> buggered off like straight after the match finished. So I guess not then. Uh, and certain fans of a. Uh, Elan Persuasion went out to the GS25 brought some beer back in muscled their way past the uh, security who didn't want them to let them didn't want to let them bring it in how is Michael did you talk to him uh, yes I did (laughs) Uh, I said is it is it like this every week like this because the the match was really poor terrible Uh, Uh, and he said yes it is so uh, and it finished 1-0 to Anyang 1-0 to Anyang Uh, brilliant own goal okay puts Anyang in the playoffs officially fifth after I believe Subban went down to Gangwoo, Gwangju. Uh, did he beat Gwangju? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> okay. yeah, was it one now? Two now. Two now. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um, but I think Anyang are now fifth, uh, holding the, the last playoff spot, and Gwangju, I think, are seventh, with Subban FC being sixth. So I'm sure the Chief has something to say about that, but we'll find out later. In other games, Taejon lost again. They did. They lost to Pusan, Pusan which one brought nil. Pusan to within. Four points of Songnam two or three points? points? Two points. Two, two points. Oh, two. Oh, yeah, two. Um, Asan, the police beat Songnam. Um, I think a game that Songnam kind of had to win. Yeah, very interesting. If you're ever going to go to Asan on the KTX, um, don't tweet that you're actually on the KTX before you actually find out there's no tickets left and have to watch the game on your phone in Seoul Station pretending that you're on the KTX making noises in the background and stuff um, could you not get on there was no standing and to be perfectly honest I was going to chance it but my concern was that it was a Sunday and if there was no seats going down to Asan what if there was no seats coming back so I decided just to watch it on my phone so I didn't get to the game thankfully in the end 1-0 uh, police scored 85th minute um, and then afterwards the manager the manager gushed a whole bunch of rubbish um, and yeah Songnam are, are all over the place so you, you've kind of been uh, crowing recently that Asan were not going to get promoted because they're going to dissolve so even if Songnam finish second they get automatic promotion <laughs> Pusan now just two points behind can you feel them breathing breathing of course uh, Saturday we tomorrow we go to De- we play Dejan and then we play Pusan and a winner takes all last game of the season surely there's not a better time to play Tejon. yeah um, so There's never a better time to play Songnam than when they're, they've had one win in seven, though, right? Will Songnam get automatic promotion? Are you confident? Um, I'm going to say Songnam will lose in the playoffs. Songnam will not. I think Pusan will now get second place. I think Songnam will finish third, and then we'll probably lose in a one-off game against Dejan. Uh, in the other game, Ansan beat Puchon three-one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what do you want to talk about next? Um, I want to talk about the a little bit of follow-up to the, the bribe situation we talked about last week. Okay. So the, the guy got 70 million won. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Pusan player, right? He's an Arsene player. Oh, he's an Arsene player. Okay, he's an Arsene player, uh, and he donated all that money to the Arsene reserves or juniors. Okay. So good what for him. What a lovely man. Good for him. So not only is he, not only is he above corruption... He also is such a lovely man and earns so much money he can give 70 million to charity. Uh, what, a, what, a, 
a great player. I also assume the second thing he did after that was go down the betting shop and put a load of bribes on, uh, put a load of bets on the Arsenal reserve. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Arsenal reserves won seven 0 the weekend as well, right? Amazing what seventy million does to a reserve team. Okay, um, so that was an update. Uh, so I guess he probably is your winner. Uh, uh, yes, uh, it's still slim pickings for for finding winners for a soul fan. So yeah, I'm going to pick that. Okay. Uh, for me, my my winner uh, is going to be uh, well. My winner is going to be uh, Kwan Sungte, to be honest. Uh, doesn't get sent off, but he should have done. Uh, gets humiliated by, especially by Dehan, who filled him in goals. Uh, concedes five goals against Subban in two games, and still somehow manages to make it to his second ACL final. Yeah, that's I want his lottery numbers. Uh, losers yeah well anyone who wears a song I'm top at any point in time in their life do you, do you want to do a, a half and half shirt <laughs> song I'm <laughs> top <laughs> we could do the white one right and it's just, it looks the same oh yeah anyone yeah loser so, song I'm terrible shocking um, there was another potential loser not necessarily within the K-League but within it does affect Korean football so, as you may aware, some of the K-League teams are missing a few of their junior players at the moment. Yep, overseas. Off competing in the under-19 AFC Cup. Yep. Uh, the prelude to the, the proper one in January. Uh, and Korea, obviously there, they've been playing a couple of games. Uh, the Seoul boys scored a few goals, which yep. is more than I've seen him doing for Seoul this season. Uh, but there was a bit of a, a snafu with the national anthems. There was indeed. When the Korean national anthem was played, uh, the players still... Held their held their their breasts and pelted out the the song, but I think it wasn't quite the South Korean national anthem that was being played. But but you've seen the huge banner of uh, Kim Jong Un on Seoul City Hall building, right? I actually haven't. No, you haven't. No, I don't know if it's still there. But a couple of weeks ago, after because after they went to to North Korea for the trip recently, they got this huge huge banner of uh, Kim Jong Un on top of Pekdusan. Okay, and it's like. I just can't believe that we're in a, a period of time where his his features can be displayed openly. That may be why there was an art protest. There was an art protest at, at Seoul City Hall on Saturday. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they were about. Uh, so yes, they played the wrong national anthem. What kind of muppets do you have to be to like play the wrong music? I mean, I think yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine if we played the wrong intro, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be. I mean, we just sacked the producer for that one, though. <laughs> thankfully. Um, Okay, so yeah, so losers of the week then got to be, well, I mean, I guess you could say that then that your winner of the week is probably Kim Jong-un because now he's, <laughs> now he had, he had two teams in the, in the AFC under-19s, one lost, one didn't, okay. Um, FA Cup. It's happening next week. Happening next week, yes, indeed. Osan uh, Suwon. Suwon. John Am, Daegu. Home win, home win. Home win, home win. Mm. And we got, I'm going to just to, just to put the, the banana in the apple cart, or whatever the expression is, I'm going to say home win, away win. But I'm not going to tell you which one. Okay. Um, also, before we sort of get into the wrapping up stage of this, uh, there's discussions going on at the moment about revamping the Club World Cup, which, of course, the winner of the Champions League goes into every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen the discussions that are taking place? Uh, no, not, not until Celtic make the final. <laughs> so after beating Wednesday, so how, long this, so how long have I been anticipating this podcast lasting? Not not this episode. I just I mean the actual thing itself. Well, 
based on the, the the suggested new format, they're expanding it. Talking about expanding it to twenty four teams, so I don't think Celtic would ever qualify anyway because it'll be the same old, same old. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, to be honest, I think I have no opinion on it. As far as I'm aware, the Club World Cup is kind of pretty horrendously pointless anyway, right? They didn't Jumbo get absolutely pummeled by some like South American team or something like a couple of years ago. Quite possibly. Something I think like. it's, it's only important if, if your team's in it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think even then, it's really just seen as glorified friendlies most of the time, right? Yeah. Um, okay, then. That okay. answers that. Okay, so weekend uh, previews. We're going to talk about very, very briefly. Uh, who does Seoul have in the relegation group? Uh, Kang won at home. You sure it's Kang won? Uh, yes. Prediction? Uh, they're going to win. Like, yeah, I would say home win as well. I think I think the I think the chief actor's got to kick in at some point, right? Um, okay. Other games in the relegation group? Um, yes. There are other games. That wasn't a question. There, there are two more games. <laughs> there are two more games. Obviously, Daegu's playing someone. Inchon and Daegu. Inchon Daegu. Uh, I think hopefully Daegu to win. Yeah, I'm going to say draw. Okay. Uh, and the other one is John Amman Sangju. Ooh, John Amman Sangju. Um, hopefully, <laughs> I guess f- from my point of view, I've got to hope Sangju and Inchon lose every game, right? Yeah. You've got to hope, but what do you think is going to happen? I think Chun Nam will win that. Okay, I'm going to go for three home wins, but I personally hope Seoul will get relegated. Also, no, I'm joking. Also, I, oh. have, I have updated the prediction competition. Okay. Uh, I actually put the fixtures in on Thursday morning once they were finalised, but. I didn't realise an extra step to go through to actually get them to show, so I've... I've, I've I, I got a reminder today, I need to remind. Push the button, so they're all up there. Okay. Uh, the championship, the champions group, whatever it's called. Uh, yes. What about it? Uh, who's playing? Uh, Chumbuk are playing Suwon. Okay. Uh, protection? Uh, Chumbuk to win heavily. And we say draw. Okay. Uh, next up? Uh, next up, it's uh, Pohang to beat place Jeju. Pohang to beat Jeju or play Jeju? Beat Jeju. Okay. But also play them. Okay, home win. Uh, and finally? Ulsan Kyungnam. Home win. Okay. Match that you would never leave the house for? Uh, Seoul Kangwon. Okay. <laughs> and match that you would fight with a dog who's trying to chew the remote control? Ulsan Kyungnam, surely. Okay, yeah, I would agree with that one, definitely. Okay. K2. K2 sees your boys at home to Tejon on Saturday. Uh, score draw. Eland at home to Asan. Uh, five nil away win. Puchon at home to Suwon. Uh, one nil away win for Suwon. Pusan at home to Ansan on the Sunday. Can only hope As- Ansan will win, but I think, Put- I think Pusan will win that quite a bit and could possibly put them level one points. And then Kwangju at home to Anyang. Uh, the playoff contenders I'm going to say draw last question then before we talk about outros can Ansan make a late run for the playoffs nope they are currently six points behind Anyang uh, I think it's going to three be three games to go no I don't think they can do it I think the playoff teams will be uh, Pusan or Songnam one of the two obviously yep. and then the other one uh, sorry one of them uh, Dejon and then I think I think Suwon FC will just clinch the last playoff. You've got, you got to pick one from Anyang, Suwon and Kwangju, who That's are separated by two points. Suwon FC. That's just based on your gut feeling over the season rather than looking at their running, right? Yeah. Well, Suwon play Songnam uh, the second last game, so I'm basing that on a Suwon win. 
Okay, so I guess outro music. Um, yeah, something very uplifting, something uh, about uh, Soul's chances under Che and Songnam's chances of playing Soul in the K1 and not the K2 next year, right? So it's got to be up where we belong. Okay, perfect. Sounds good to me. Love is a